everybody. I'm Marin, and this is my husband, Dallin. We're just two ordinary people who fell in love and had some kids. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the ups and downs of marriage, parenting, and pretty much anything else. We promise to keep things real and maybe even make you laugh. We also talk to some people who know a lot more than we do. We hope this is a place where you can feel understood, enlightened, and entertained. Thank you for joining both Both of us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Both of Us podcast. I'm Marin Bay here with Dallin. What's up? <laughs> so, before we start, I have a very important and exciting announcement to make. This week, we finally got a Trader Joe's. Oh. <laughs> Yay, no more money. Dallin, this will improve your life. We're going to have more meals to choose from besides... Real chicken and right. salad and tacos. <laughs> All right. Guys, we are so boring with food. We've been asked by a few of you to do a meal planning episode, and I just, I'm so bad at this. I buy the same things every week, and we eat pretty much grilled chicken salad like every single day. My kids' lunches rotate between peanut butter and honey sandwiches, fruit, grilled cheese, like I am not created with food. <laughs> it's good. We just like to have the same thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I guess being not creative with food is kind of a theme of our life because when I think about our topic day, we don't really have much to say about food. We mainly focus on the date part, so hopefully that's not disappointing. Let's just get talking and see what happens. <laughs> so today we're talking all about date night. Why it's important, how to find the time, how to keep it affordable, and how boring and basic we are when it comes to date night. I don't think it's boring. We just, we know what we like. We like eating and watching movies. Honestly, there's just, if there's something to make you all feel better about your date nights, 99% of our date nights are just dinner and a movie. Hey, you gotta keep it original. If all you do (laughs) is dinner and a movie, solidarity. Yeah. Hey, but it's all right. We know what we like, right? We like sushi and Thai food. We rotate between those pretty much every date night. And I guess some in and outs thrown in there every once in a while. But it's good stuff. I mean, we like yeah. what we like. We are adventurous with our food establishments. We'll try like a new sushi place every so often, but we've been disappointed sometimes. <laughs> Not all sushi places are created equal. Nope, sure aren't. All right, so the first topic is um, how often do we do a date night? Mm. Well, I feel like there are two types of date nights. And the first one, which is actually leaving the house, finding a babysitter, and like going to a planned activity, right. I feel like we're semi good at that one. To like getting babysitters and going out and doing something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that like maybe once a month. Maybe sometimes twice a month. Just depends. Because I guess it's like, what is a, what is a date? <laughs> That's, I think we'll explore that A planned that at activity. It's so like a planned activity, yeah. Yeah. I'd say we usually do that like once by ourselves and once with a, like a group date with a couple friends, sure. right? Yeah. That's safe to say. But I feel like the most important date night is having intentional alone time together. Like right. deciding to do something together to be closer whether you go out or not. And I feel like we do that pretty often. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
And during the weeks we're really busy with school, work, kids, this awesome podcast, <laughs> surfing in our church and stuff. So I think it's pretty established, unsaid thing that like Friday and Saturdays are the times that we intentionally spend just like me and you time together. Yeah, but if it's not a planned out of the house activity, it's always at least ordering takeout and watching a movie at home. And sometimes, well... Most of the time we order takeout, we just end up talking until really late. But that's fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with just like sitting and talking until late because that's intentional alone time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our kids go to bed and then that's like the only time during the day that we have or even sometimes during the week on the weekends that we have that we're together. So Sushi Garden Bistro is our friend. And we'll go pick it up and bring it home. Sushi Garden Bistro, we pay your we, bills. Yeah, we keep the power on. <laughs> um, I think what you did mention, though, it's right. The point of date nights to set like a specific time apart to be together, a time like that you planned on. I, I just, there's something special about, I think, husbands and wives like, doing the traditional date night thing, like making it an actual thing that you plan together it shows that you care about each other i agree i think planning it and having it scheduled is really important mostly because then it actually happens (laughs) and it's easy to be quote-unquote selfless and to skip out on an unplanned date night um, for the sake of helping our kids out with something or working on cleaning the house or like any number of things on the to-do list. But having a planned time um, and make sure that, that you do go on a date, which is important to do. We've had a lot of people send us messages about date night, which has been awesome. We love hearing from you guys. And we're actually like really impressed and look up to the fact that so many of you people do make it a priority I get something that you really focus on. And there have been some of you, too, that have said that it's really hard to make it a priority because it's expensive. Yeah, date night can get so expensive because not only are you paying for food and an activity together, but you got to pay someone hourly to stay home with the kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dating was so much easier and cheaper before kids. Yeah, that's important to say because we're not just like limiting this to people that have kids, right? Like this podcast is about relationships. And so I think if you don't have some kids, it might seem like it is silly that we're talking about it being a complicated thing, but it really is something to like make a goal as you're preparing to have kids that you'll keep date night a priority. Uh, it's some, I mean, it's just so, it does, it makes it more complicated to have the babies to take care of. And especially because no insult to our wonderful parents, but they get old. For some reason, grandparents get old. Right. And so it's hard to like be out super late at night. Yeah. But seriously, grandparents for the win. They help us out a lot. But really, though, if you don't have a family member nearby and don't have money for babysitter and you really want to physically leave your house for date night, what in the world are you supposed to do? So I think that training with other spouses for date nights is one of the best things we've ever done. It's free, it's consistent, and the best part is you don't feel guilty about it because you'll know that you'll do the same thing in return. That's a really great point. I didn't think about that, honestly. We have a few different couple friends with kids our age, and we like trading with them. So 
yeah, we watch them one night and then they watch another night for us and it's agreed that we do that for free for each other. So trading goods for goods instead of goods for money. <laughs> yeah, and the only thing with this is that unless they want to keep the kids up late and just turn on a movie, which we've done before, um, your date night might have to happen earlier in the day or be shorter. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it seems like when we have our couple friends watch for us, we usually eat at home first and then like have them watch for an activity. Or most of the time what we do is we have them watch the kids for dinner and then we watch a movie or play games at home after the kids have gone to bed. So you decide what you're going to do with your couple friend that agrees to do this with you. I feel like it's a good way to at least get some alone time and also it's a lot cheaper And also, you know your kids will be happy playing with the other kids, and you don't have to worry about some of the concerns you might have leaving them with a teenager. And we use teenagers sometimes, so nothing wrong with that, but I definitely have more peace of mind leaving my kids with other parents. And it's cheaper. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like we said. Oh, and another thing that we've done to avoid getting a babysitter, this we didn't know about, but it's really cool, is there's a few movie theaters by our house that have quiet rooms, is what they call them. And they're really cool, because it's really like a booth at the top of the theater that you get to sit in with your kids, and they can run around, and you can hear the movie in there without bugging everyone, and we didn't know those existed, but they do, and they're awesome, and they're first come, first serve. So check out if your local theater has one of those rooms. Yeah, we discovered those... I'd say about a year ago, and it was a lifesaver. You get to control the volume in the room. The chairs are like these nice recliners, and it's soundproof, so if the kids cry. It doesn't play for every movie, so you'll need to get online and look and see which theaters have it for which movie, but if they do have it, man. Because See, that's another thing to be said, because the reason that we did that, we had a one-year-old and a newborn... At this point, that's Mm -hmm. when we discovered this. And this is the thing is like, I felt a really strong need to do dates together. But because we had the Irish twins so close together, it was really hard to go out and do dates because we just had a tiny, like a little tiny baby. And it's really, at least for me and us, it was really hard to just leave our little tiny newborn with somebody for hours. And so we had to find kind of creative ways to be together and that has to be said too i think if you've got newborn or a really young baby like don't feel all guilty about not getting out and doing date nights (laughs) if you're doing stuff like going to a quiet room movie or just spending an evening together after the baby's gone to bed once a week that's like a designated time friday after the baby goes to bed we're going to do this and this and this that's great that that counts you you can count that as your date night Quiet rooms were pretty much our saving grace at that point. (laughs) And like we said, I guess we're pretty much pro-giving date ideas that involve watching movies and eating takeout and not much else. (laughs) Um, What else do we do for dates, Mare? Something else we love doing is hiking. And sometimes we sacrifice, like you said, that alone time. And for our date night, we just strap the babies on our backs and go for a hike. And they like being in the backpacks, and it still usually ends up being a really peaceful and renewing experience, I feel like. Yeah, it's funny to say peaceful, because imagine strapping a two-year-old and a one-year-old on your back. You probably don't think of the word peaceful. And even sometimes doing it, they're kind of crazy, but it's really fun. I feel like some of the best, like, 
bonding that me and you have done have been on hikes with our kids on our backs because it makes the hikes so much more difficult, but in a safe way, if that makes sense. So by the end of the hike, I feel like me and you have accomplished something really fun and really exciting together um, while also not needing to get a babysitter and being able to bring our awesome kids with us. I agree. Now, I can understand why people would shy away from date nights because of money, because there have been many times, and there are still times now, when there's other priorities financially, and you don't want to spend money on yourself. I think it's hardest for us to spend money on ourselves. We have to remind ourselves to do that sometimes. Um, But what are some of the things that we've done and that we've heard of doing that are free or really inexpensive dates? So actually... This is something we'd been talking about before this, and we actually do a lot of other dates, I guess, besides dinner and movies. They're just pretty spread out throughout the year. (laughs) Um, But as I've been thinking about it the last couple days, I feel like a lot of the ones we do are like drives through nature, Mm -hmm. hikes, like we said, dollar store or dollar ice cream cones at their grocery store. Sometimes we even go grocery shopping for our date (laughs) night. It's not cheap, but it's money we would have spent anyways. Sure. Actually, um, if you think <laughs> if you make grocery shopping your date, it's one of the more expensive dates that you can do, <laughs> technically, right? <laughs> yeah, but then you're not spending anything extra for the right. week. Um, one of our favorites, actually, that we forgot about is we love to go to Barnes & Noble. Oh, yes. And just browse the books. If we get a babysitter and can go browse some books at Barnes & Noble, man, oh, that's the best thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm, we could spend hours there. Um. We like to grab cheap tacos or go to food trucks. And lately, we've been going to a lot of those free summer activities like carnivals and fairs. In the fall, we like looking at the leaves. And I feel like at Christmas time, we do lots of free dates like looking at Christmas lights or just like grabbing some hot cocoa. So even though some of these dates might not fill up your evening as much, I don't really think the length matters. I don't think it matters either, honestly. I don't think you're trying to like check off a certain amount of time that you've been on a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think any time together is good. Um, so, Dal, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is responsible for planning the date nights? Oh, the controversy. <laughs> um, I don't know that anyone is responsible so to speak. I think you're both responsible for your relationship. You're both responsible for making it a good one. And so something that we like to do is trading off date nights and trading off planning them. If one of you is just really bad at planning, though, obviously there's nothing wrong with just having one of you plan them, usually. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I usually end up getting the babysitter. (laughs) But... Then again, you do plan more of our date nights. So I feel like it works out. But when I've got a date I really want to do, I'm not shy about saying that I want to plan a date night. And I think it's great that we both put in the effort because like you said, it's both of our responsibility to make our marriage work. Yeah, and that's I think that's a good point just with anything, even apart from date night subject. If there's something that you're wanting to do, let's say you're wanting to do more date nights with your spouse, waiting for your spouse to do that without talking to them about it in the first place isn't really going to work. And that's how it happens in marriage. we got to communicate. 
to communicate our needs. I do want to just throw out there in case you don't do this. Dallin and I actually switch off each of our anniversaries too. Every other anniversary, it's our responsibility to plan it. And I look forward to it like a year in advance. I'll be planning (laughs) what I'm going to do the following year. And I think that that is also really fun. Um, I do think we need to hit again on how awesome an at-home date night can be, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. We do that more than anything else. Staying home can honestly be just as much of a bonding experience and a lot more comfy. I recently listened to a podcast, shout out to Coffee and Crumbs, Crumbs. (laughs) where one of their hosts said that during an at-home date night, she still does her hair and makeup all special and that she bought really extra cute special date night comfy clothes, like (laughs) special date night pajamas, Mm -hmm. so that she can still change into something special for date night, but it's comfy. Isn't that a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> I want to try that. I think it would help date night at home feel even more legit. Yeah, I want to get all of my makeup and my special pajamas <laughs> as well. <laughs> We're ready for that. But honestly, you don't need makeup. You look gorgeous without makeup. So Aww. a typical at-home date night for us usually involves ordering sushi, watching a movie, or playing some sort of two-player board game together. Um, something else we love, though, is ordering cookies from any of those like cookie services that will order cookies to your house. Those cookies are usually pretty cheap, too, and they're fresh made, and they're for people like me that are really bad at baking and can't just make cookies. Yeah, we really love, like, if you have somewhere like Chip or anywhere that delivers cookies, I know that they're kind of becoming big across the United States now. It's really nice. It's usually just like $10 for a box of cookies and they will deliver as late as midnight. And now my mouth is watering. So can we order some? (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like an ad, but it's not. (laughs) We just really like those cookies and we love it when they show up at our door and we get to eat them. (laughs) So yeah, at home dates are a really good way to save money. Still, I think it's really important to set aside money in your budget for at least one out of the house date a month. I think it's a physical way to show that dating and going out of your way to bond as husband and wife is important to you. I think that you could have a Dallin, Marin, both of us date with like 70 bucks in one month, right? $30 for like a really good meal that you can eat out together with at one of the restaurants you like locally. 20 bucks for a movie and 20 bucks for a babysitter. I mean, that's kind of, that's what we usually plan. Or if you do a co-op trade, then babysitting is free. Yay! I think the numbers could fluctuate up and down, but I'd say we spend anywhere from 50 to $80 for like a really good date. But maybe we're crazy and we spend way too much on our dates. Let us know in the comments for this episode. I'm interested to know how much you guys usually budget and spend on your dates. But what if you literally don't have any room in your budget for that? Well, I think it's actually a really good time to introduce our sponsor. Oh yeah, this works perfectly. Um, We're so excited today to talk to you about a company that we know you will love. As we were selecting our first sponsor, we were very picky. We turned some down because it was important to us that we only talk about products and companies that we actually love and that we feel would benefit your lives as parents and spouses. Our sponsor for this episode is Bacon. Bacon is like Uber, but for all kinds of one-time, short-term jobs for companies in your area. Go to www.bacon.work slash both of us to sign up and get an extra $5 when you do your first job. 
Bacon will fully launch soon, so hurry up to get in on the sizzle. Go sign up. We'd love to hear about what date nights you've paid for with bacon, and we might even mention it in our next episode. Perfect. So what I want to know from you, Marin, is how you feel date nights have improved our marriage. I feel like the first few years of marriage, especially when you have young children, can be really stressful and really overwhelming at times. And it's easy to just focus on what's stressing you out or all the different decisions you have to make, getting through school, getting your career started. And date nights have been like a saving grace for me. I look forward to them. I look forward to getting away from everything and having time just to have fun together. I think that everybody stresses out about coming out of what's called the honeymoon phase because everyone thinks that that's the best phase of marriage and the best phase of life. But the thing that makes the honeymoon phase awesome is that you make time for each other and you want to be together and you actively try to be together. And so I think date nights that are consistent and planned, even if they're simple or even if they're with your kids, um, are a way to kind of revert back to the beginnings of your relationship when you were just first dating and when you were in this phase that everyone loves so much. And I just think that it's helped us to remember the person that we fell in love with. Mm -hmm. I think we have kind of a unique marriage dynamic where we really love being together all the time. And like we would if we could. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe our date nights have something to do with that. So do you think that group dates are important to do or just something fun that can be an option? So what I've noticed since we've gotten married is there's these different like social structures that happen. Like hanging out with friends and stuff before we were married or even after we were married was really easy to do. You could just get together and do stuff with people and bond with people. And having friendships are also important. They're not priority number one by any means. They're not above your spouse or your kids ever, but it's still important to have friends and I think it's really important actually to have friends together because mm -hmm. it helps you to define what your relationship is outside of your home and what it acts like with other people. And that way you get to know each other even more and you also get the benefit of having some really good friends. Yeah, I love doing group dates and I love that we have a couple friends that we both love to be with it makes things a lot easier for yeah. us well and that's the important part is we love to be with them together yeah yeah we don't have to separate to have fun with them which is really great well and it's funny too to think about how different dates are now as opposed to like years and years ago when we would go on silly dances and stuff mm -hmm. i'm wondering what's the worst date that you've ever gone on mm. well I guess as bad as it gets for me is this one guy in my freshman year of college who tried to lure me into his bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> his bat cave? A.K.A. his bedroom that was fully decked out in Batman paraphernalia. Oh. And from there, he just made unwanted advances on me. And so I told him to take me home. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, the red flag would have been, can you come to the bat cave <laughs> for sure? <laughs> Yeah, I went straight home. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, but that guy had like my dream room when I was five. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was my dream room when I was five too. <laughs> so, okay, I want to know what your favorite date is that we've ever been on. I don't know what you're going to say. 
I think my favorite dates have been really simple that we've done after we were married. Honestly, like all the dates that we go on, they're all really fun, and I just love spending time with you, so it's hard to narrow them down. One of them that I might share, though, is a series of dates that we did when we were first dating, and I think it was really cool. After we were engaged, we started going on dates to all of like our special places that we've ever had in our lives. It's all these places that throughout our high school experiences, throughout our college experiences that were significant to us, and even that we may have shared with other people that we were dating before we were dating each other, and we replaced those memories with memories together. And I just thought that was kind of cool, because not only were we going to significant places for us and honestly going to some cool places i'm kind of introducing it to each other yeah we were getting to know each other more deeply and we're getting to know some of the things that defined who we are yeah it is kind of cool because i feel like all the places that have meant something to me in my life still mean something to me because of the original reason but now more because i made them special with you which Mm -hmm. i thought that was a really cool idea on your part and the thing is, we did it over the series of a few months. Like It wasn't just like one date. We went to multiple places and we would switch off and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I think for me, I love all of our dates, of course, especially the ones that are more laid back and special to us where we have deep conversations. My favorite one recently was... Probably the one for our anniversary where you surprised me with a trip to New York. <laughs> I hope you liked that one. <laughs> or specifically the night that we saw Hamilton. That was... Yeah. That was the best date night we've been on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, I know you've gotten to plan most of your dates, so you probably haven't had one that was a total wreck. But what kind of date is your least favorite kind of date that we go on? Well, I don't love the dates where we end up having an argument over something stupid. Like where to eat? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we can talk about that in a minute. It's very important we highlight that. But um, I'm talking about how sometimes since we're alone, we use that time to talk about something controversial and it ends up being not super fun. I agree. I don't think date nights are the time to talk about anything that's stressing you out. So now that I have you here and we have a babysitter, we plan something special. <laughs> Let's talk about this thing that we both usually argue about. Yeah, maybe if time. that was like the intended plan for the date, but I definitely don't suggest using date night to discuss finances or like petty disagreements because it always sucks to come home from a date feeling like it was a waste to get a babysitter and everything. Yeah, and it's true. And on like I think dates are important times to have deep discussion. Um, As long as it's something that brings you closer. But that's our opinion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And even arguments eventually bring us closer. But in my opinion, I want to save those for another time. Yeah. Now, as far as the important thing that I brought up a minute ago is picking a place to eat. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This is why we only eat at three different restaurants. So we never have to drive around for a half an hour trying to decide where to eat ever, ever again. I don't have a problem choosing, but... (laughs) It's my fault. I plead guilty. But why is this a thing? Like, why can women never decide? 
I guess I don't want to make a generalization, but in my circle, it seems like it's usually the wife. Yeah, I, I have absolutely no clue. I don't know about your circle, but I'm telling you, there have been times where like it takes so long. And it's kind of like the thing where I go, where would you like to eat, sweetie? It's our date. And you say, I don't know. And I go, well, what about Olive Garden? You go, ew, no, I don't want to eat at Olive Garden. <laughs> and then I go, okay, well, then where do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. Well, what about In-N-Out? No, that sounds gross. So it's just like, it's this loop of me trying to list off every restaurant that there possibly Maybe is. I'm just the problem. But if you're listening and you're the wife and you are also the decision maker, please send us a message. I want to know who you are and how you have defeated the odds and become good at this. What training have you had? (laughs) (laughs) So like we said, we got lots of responses from you on Instagram. We just wanted to highlight a few really awesome things that some of you said. One of our listeners said, from the time our youngest was old enough for someone else to put her to bed, We held our babysitters on retainer, meaning we had them scheduled out. And if we didn't go, we agreed to pay them no matter what. So we always went. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. Sometimes she says sometimes we only had money for the babysitter. So we would just go to a park, a bookstore or just talk in the car. But we always went. I count this as one of the top three reasons our marriage has stayed stayed strong and happy. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Another person said we bake two cookies every wednesday night after the kids are in bed we don't have to pay for a babysitter but such it's such a nice treat and a nice time to connect (laughs) i love it but you know what if it were me i'd probably bake four cookies because i would probably want to eat three of the cookies (laughs) so no limit on the cookies i'm guessing Another thing that I feel like we got pretty universally, especially in our private messages, was again, just this idea that it's important to get out even if you don't spend any money. A lot of you said your favorite thing to do is just go on a walk or grab some cheesecake and drive to somewhere where you can look out over the valley. It was really awesome to see that so many of you get out and do this together. And if you don't, hopefully this is some good motivation to get going. The bottom line is it's very important to date your spouse. Think about it. Dating is the way that you fell in love with your spouse in the first place. So if you want to rekindle love in your relationship, go back to the thing that you did to fall in love in the first place. If you want to maintain your strong relationship, keep doing those things that brought you together to start. Yeah, and there are so many ways to do it without breaking the bank. I think it's so important to have fun together. We spend so much time doing the mundane day-to-day things. And I think if you can learn to have fun with each other, make time for each other, and show each other that your marriage is a priority, the mundane day-to-day things will actually become enjoyable to do together too. Yes, I agree. So I have a question for you. You want to go out Friday? Kind of busy. I know. You're really hard to get. (laughs) But if you could just squeeze me into the schedule, please. (laughs) Yes. I would love yes. to go out with yes. you. Yes. Oh, I've won the jackpot. All right. I'll let you guys know how it goes. I think she might like me, but we'll find out on the day. Just don't take me back to your back cave. Dang it, that was the plan. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> sounds good. Okay. We thank you all so much for joining us this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all of you who have joined in throughout the last month. I mean, now we're coming up up on a whole month of doing this and we have had so many amazing supporters we hope that you enjoyed this episode and if you have any extra advice that we didn't talk about if you agreed or disagreed with anything we said please reach out to us and let us know 
You can email us at bothofuspodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us through Instagram at bothofuspodcast. And please visit bothofus.net. And if you found value in this episode, please scroll down and subscribe and leave us a review. And next week, guys, is going to be awesome. Marin is doing an amazing interview with... Ashley Gad. We talked about Coffee and Crumbs briefly in this podcast. I love that podcast. And um, Ashley Gad is going to be joining us next week. She's a writer and a podcaster, and you're going to love it. So tune in next week for sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.